<laughs> one. I, I, I don't know how this is going to go. Um, right. You all ready? Ready? Yes. Yes, ready yes, yes, you yes. Are shaky. Right. Okay, then. So starting in. I don't know yeah. why I'm doing that because this is all going out. Edited <laughs> three, <laughs> two, one, one. Oh, Hi there, and welcome to episode 150 of the ADHD Adults Podcast. Wow. I'm James Bryan, the man who misunderstood when Mrs. ADHD asked him to stop doing it weekly. And as usual, I'm joined by the man who does it twice a month. That's murdering people, obviously, Dr. Alex Connor. And the woman who puts the stress in reducing the number of Friday episodes due to crippling stress, Mrs. ADHD. Now, we're not sure how long this fortnightly slash weekly slash when we can be asked, Friday format will continue. But for now, we're unbelievably at 150 episodes without killing each other, without giving up without forgetting that the podcast exists or without getting cancelled. Although arguably all of those have come close at some points in the last couple of years. So for the 150th time, Alex, hi. We're going to get cancelled, aren't we? If we send this out uncut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because some of the things things we say in the break. You can't get cancelled when we're as insignificant as us. Who's going to listen? Well, you, yes, fair point. Yeah. Well, people could just stop listening, which is the same thing. Then again, we don't really know what I oh, fucking I don't know. Anyway, um, and Sam, hi. Hi. Looks comfy where you're sat. You're mm. really comfortable, yeah. Are you kneeling again? Yeah, sorry. You fucking. <laughs> Just to give people insight into this, we really should have clicked record a little bit earlier because Sam moved their office around recently, and I'll let her tell you that because it's probably going to be what ADHD thing have you done. And she basically now is kneeling on a chair for the entirety of this recording, which is not going to work really, is it? It'll be fine. Everything's completely fine. Everything's completely fine. Yeah. A reminder then that we started the podcast only CL James episodes ago because... (laughs) James wanted to know what it was like to talk to humans, but without the maddening bloodlust. That's why we started. And now we do a second one every Friday, but only twice a month sometimes or something, because nothing suits the neurodivergent community like a confusing lack of routine. That's what we wanted to support. Um, Sam's here as well, because she thought the noise the computer makes is the ice cream van just ran in. (laughs) Ice cream, I hate ice cream. Well, who hates I Come on. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but it's she doesn't like tea or coffee it's too either. And I'm tea and coffee are too hot. Thinking about it. You're not bothered about it. You're not bothered about it. Bothered about it. Yeah, I'd rather have some beef jerky, James. <laughs> Any, anyway, this yeah. first saddle of a podcast is also a tragedy in three parts. We'll discuss what? how... No what? one's going no to ask. No one's going to ask. I'm asking What? Okay, first saddle is when you have an unbroken line of hair from your tailbone to your navel. Apparently, according, according to Urban Dictionary, it's was some your people tailbone like it. by your bum. It's yeah, yeah, above yeah, your bum. Yeah, it is. Yeah. it's the bit you I hurt when you fall on your ass. We've probably gone into this in too much detail. So I don't would it think cover it needed... your legs as well? Then how does that work? <laughs> so it goes like from. <laughs> Like, like one of them half goat the mythical creatures, James. Is that what you oh, mean? No. Just can. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Uh, we normally anyway. we normally do we normally do easy jokes, James. Not satire, because I mean that was the name of a mythical goat. <laughs> oh, anyway, this what I just said and what we discussed for two minutes of a podcast is also a tragedy in three parts. We'll discuss how the. I don't know, months, is it, between um, Friday podcasts has been from our perspective as people who very, very clearly at this moment have ADHD and as people who are involved in multiple different and very tiring ways in the ADHD community, as well as answering some of your questions from the community. So remember, send us questions to ask through the form that's on the website, www.theadhadults.uk. Um It says we'll also talk about this podcast theme, which I think was workplace discrimination, wasn't it? I don't Um, know. 
Well, and I haven't had any letters yet from solicitors, so I, th I think I've got away with something there, um, why we chose it and how we feel about it. So, as always, I'll ask you what, what your last couple of weeks slash months slash, let's be honest, the Christmas break were, yeah. and nobody uh, will ask me except Sam. So, Sam, how yeah. were your last week slash month slash really the Christmas break? Um... I can't really remember a lot. I remember burning my fanny three times. Three what, times. For luck. <laughs> no, I was I had diarrhea and I was wiping myself, but I got distracted while I was wiping and wiped from back to front, which you should never do. Never do. There's a rhyme. So, then I was washing myself. But the water was scalding. So I scalded my fanny and thought, I'll add more cold water. But because I'm so time blind, I thought, that's been ages. That'll be fine. Scalded myself again, added more cold water and thought, that's been ages. That'll be fine. Scalded myself again. Really? Yeah. And then um, yesterday, just... I put a tampon in when I wasn't bleeding and nearly ripped my fanny out. Ooh. For the um, for the 9% of our listeners that are in America, um, we, oh, we don't yeah. call we don't call our bums or bottoms fannies. Uh, she's talking about her intimate lady parts, her mini. front yeah. bum. Yeah, yeah. Which she calls her mini, which, which call it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. also, I moved my office round not thinking about this podcast at all so when we did the podcast last time the background was right up against the window I could only fit one light it was a nightmare so I thought that oh this will be better I'll move it round I've got to kneel on a chair and it's not better it's really it's worse anyway James how are you no oh you should answer you're not supposed it's to ask. Bit, you remember? It's a oh. bit. It's yeah. A, it's, I, I mean, I don't. How many Friday? How many Friday episodes now? And I still, we still have to explain that. But we um, say anyway. how we are. Why don't you? Yes, because it's, it's a bit. It's it's a joke, Sam. It's it's a joke because we know that you'll say it's written because we know that you'll say yes and then we'll yeah, say shit. no when you say it. How I forgot about. Yeah, well, no, forgot about the script. No yeah, shit, Sherlock. Think... Do you think people can see where we would normally edit? Do you think it's obvious? <laughs> I think they'll they'll soon they'll soon find out um, if they haven't already. Probably uh, the bird well, funny a, bit, the goat joke, yeah, this, yeah, those sorts yeah. of things. All the all yeah, all the bits. To be fair, all it's hard to bits, edit yeah. an entire podcast out. Well, as I've been asked, Sam, yeah, um, Christmas was predictably shit. Oh, although, fascinatingly, I didn't predict that it would be shit. And this is this is for me, yeah. This is for me almost kind of the wonderful gift that ADHD gives me, <laughs> is that I always forget how much I fucking hate Christmas and always feel let down let down by that by that break. I always, to be fair, I normally try a bit harder. Like we didn't really put tree. Well, we did put trees up, but I mean they were shit, weren't they? Those I trees. bought two pop up trees last minute and stuck them in front of a door. Right next to each other, so they were touching. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, yeah, well, it was Christmas exactly. And but what I was looking forward to was rest because I was, I thought I was approaching burnout and I was knackered. And 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 then, and then again, stupidly, I thought, well, there's loads of stuff I want to do. I actually want to get, need to get the this thing sorted in the garden, need to get the boiler fixed, need to get all these things done. And the second I sat down after finishing work, I basically didn't move from the sofa for about six days. I mean, that's good. And I was not going to mention that. It's that. Oh, God. I was coaching somebody yesterday and I mentioned the game, which I'm going to talk about in the ADHD question bit. And they oh. specifically said, do not tell me the name of it. <laughs> well, that's not the name. So it's fine. Okay. I don't brilliant. Know what the name actually is. Um, yeah. So 48 years. Still haven't learned that Christmas um, is always shit for me. Um, yeah. Terrible, awful, hated it. Alex, what about you? Yeah, it was excellent, thank you. I don't. I usually say holiday period, not Christmas, because um, it infuriates racists. <laughs> that makes me so happy. I pretend it's offensive to say Christmas. Obviously, it isn't. And, you know, I look disappointed in them when they say it. Well, because, you know, Muslims are allergic to the word Christmas. It, it, I mean... If you've got, if you've come from Birmingham, you've got loads of friends who aren't white and aren't, you know, aren't aren't from the Christian religion or no religion, and honestly don't give a shit. 
My sister-in-law and brother are both Muslim, and they are the ones in our family that insist that we celebrate <laughs> Christmas every year. And this year, my brother's saying to my dad, you just want every day to be the same and never celebrate anything, don't you? And dad's going, yeah. And I was like, so do I. I want every day to be the same. Oh, well, yeah. I, I was going to make a joke, but because this is oh, live, sorry. I definitely can't make the joke I was oh, going to make. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I do that quite a lot. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. No, mine was brilliant. It was. It was uh, first ever sober Christmas I've ever had as a as an adult, and to be honest, pretty much child. Um, and yeah, I went sober at the end of two thousand and twenty two, and and now I'm a smug twat. Mm. <laughs> you always have now. Yes, about to say oh, now. You. I mean, I met, I met you in I met you in two thousand and seven, and I reckon within seven minutes I'd worked out you were a smug twat. Yeah, it was obvious from the start. Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> I, I meant about this specific thing as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah, so that was interesting and wonderful, and and uh, I've been asked by a few people to help them with their sobriety, which mm. I'm not, you know, qualified to do. But I'm happy to talk to them about it, which is all I can do. I'm, I'm fucking useless at actual advice, but I, I can share my experiences. That's all there is, really, isn't it? And and the first couple of months were tough, tough, tough to be alcohol free. But mm. you get to, a, I get, I've got to a point where I just don't think about it. So I am almost disgusted by it now. A bit like smokers when they stop smoking, saying that's. I, I never thought it was possible. I didn't think it was possible to be happy without mm. alcohol. What a fucking depressing thing to say. No, um, yeah, but, but after, but after, it. yeah, but after a really positive thing as well. You said you flex. It was a real flex, actually. After we both said how shit our Christmases were, for you to say you've had the best one ever. <laughs> yeah, and the reason <laughs> fucking self care that you two both think is selfish when you do it. Obviously, it's that's <laughs> why because I am the only one of us that has the ability to take care of myself. Yeah. 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 That's You're fair. Rubbish. That's fair. Yeah. Fair enough, mate. I was yeah. walking along thinking about your both of your self esteem walking the dog this morning, um, because I was shouting at a famous comedian on mm. the Twitter threads or whatever it is, and I was thinking, oh yeah, that's just like them two. They can't. They, the lack of self esteem is a killer for your for your emotional state. I had a coaching session yesterday with with um um. It's really, I really want to know when I have a coaching session with somebody and they say something profound, I really want to name them. And yeah, it's a, a first, a first name, a first name is that that is that identifiable? Uh, no, it, yeah, it's an identifier. It, I just think it's fine. Just ask them, yeah. ask them explicitly. Yeah. that would be my, that's yeah. what I well, I, well, I, well, I had, a, I had a check. This is this is probably the person I've been coaching for longest, and we've got a really good relationship. And they ended the session by making me listen to them give me lots of praise. Oh. And they said, oh. they said. Oh. They said, and I quote, I can see you squirming in your seat and yeah, I fucking I can see love Sam it. Doing it. <laughs> <laughs> say it again, James. Sorry, I stupidly ADHD interrupted. Can you say they it again? said they, they said I can see you squirming in your seat and I fucking love it. They oh, were taking yeah. delight in the fact, as they were saying, That's you know, ever heard that. You've, you've had this motivation to your to, to podcast and a charity and you help all these people. And I was just, obviously just oh, oh, yeah, looking at Looking down, it's bad to looking down at my feet, but it's my crotch really because I'm in a chair. I can't see my feet. Yeah. Mm. So, apart from burning your fanny, what stupid thing have you been doing instead of what you were supposed to be doing? Unless that was what you were supposed to be doing. Sam, start with you. Oh God, I can't remember. Well, this, this is very late for the podcast because I was just fucking around doing shit. I decided this morning just before the podcast, I'll dye my eyelashes. But all yeah. I did was smear dye all around my eyes and then I had to wash it off immediately because it went all inside my eyes and made them all red. And then I was really, I don't have trousers on because I was just so late. Oh, we know. Yeah, we know you showed <laughs> us, yeah. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. And um, yeah, and and I was having a conversation with Stuart Lee in my head all night because I've started reading. You know, you said I shouldn't look at books before I go to bed. Well, I've managed no, you shouldn't look at your stop. phone. Oh, yeah. Sorry. My phone. <laughs> well, I've managed books. to start reading because I haven't been able to read since I started the perimenopause. But I've started reading. But then it gets my brain overexcited and I'm talking to that person in my head all night long then instead of sleeping. So that's probably it. What about you? 
Yeah, that's a that's a tricky one. And, yeah, and when you said, "What about you?" is that because it's on the script? Who are you talking to? This two of us. Oh, about... Alex. I was about to say the whole purpose of of having the script for these bits is for you to document what stupid thing you've been doing, and the fact that you, you're you never have ever ever engaged in this part of the script and have to suddenly on the spot think of. Yeah. There are so many things that happen over Christmas that radiate ADHD. Oh, really? Yeah, but again, the beauty of it is you can't remember them because it's good. As James was just about to say, in the script and after your name, there's just an ellipsis, Sam. Yeah, I know. I didn't even know what script we were doing oh, today, Alex. so I couldn't have prepared. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, that's Not that fair. you ever prepare anyway. Um, no. Which one of us, Sam? Which one Alex, of us? I said. Okay. Uh, I've been looking into orbits. I've been arguing with famous comedians. Uh, on the stop, 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 yep. orbit, orbits. Yeah, yeah, I was looking at how the Earth wobbles around the sun and means that, you know, the shortest days in like 22nd of December or thereabouts? Yeah, 21st yeah. of December, it's my dad's birthday. And did you know that that isn't the, that isn't, so the lights, the, 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 the evenings start to get lighter on the 6th or 7th of December? Oh, yeah. But but the mornings are really dark, and then the the the, the shortest day might be then. But it's the 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 mornings start to get lighter on the seventh of January, depending wow. on what latitude you're at. So it was like a few days ago that that actually we can start to enjoy brighter mornings as we head because it's it's right now is is the depths of midwinter. It's minus nine degrees here, and I was looking at how orbits affect that and. Uh, it's more about the wobble of the Earth than the orbital shape, James. We should well, do that. This is what this podcast no, should be no, about. No, could be no. goat puns. Honestly, orbits. honestly, if it gets you off this podcast, I will help yeah. you set one up, which is called wood, Woodpeckers, Woodpeckers and Physics. <laughs> and every week, yeah. you can talk about the latest theory theorem you've got. Yeah. on physics, <laughs> hypothesis. And, you mean? <laughs> yes, etc. <laughs> etc. Et is it wood? Woodpeckers and physics is physics, an amazing yeah. title <laughs> of your sex that's, tape. That's brilliant. Um, what about you, James? What stupid thing have you been doing? Oh, that you have been doing? I mean, obviously, lots. There's two things. There's two things. We mentioned the game that shouldn't be named, and luckily, Sam used the wrong name. So, quite early on in the Christmas break, um, when we realized that we were physically unable um, to engage in any activity that was meaningful, and yet obviously our brains were screaming in, engage in activities. One of us, I can't remember who actually found this game. It was Sam, I think, found this game. And it's one of those really pointless games where you have to basically do some farming and produce stuff. And oh, I swear to God, game. yes, yeah. and I swear, and I swear to God. This is this is and um, this is very inappropriate thing to say, but it is more addictive. It was it was immediately. I mean, I've I've taken some pretty heavy substances in my life. Today. It was in today, yeah. <laughs> it was immediately. I, we couldn't put it down. We played <laughs> one day for twenty two out of twenty four hours. Oh. This game. No, no. Like, sat, did sat, you have sat, a two hour break, or did you have a series <laughs> of fifteen minute breaks? Yeah, I was playing through the night. Yeah, but there, but there was a two-hour rooms, and James got up, and I went, "Are you addicted as well?" And he went, "Yeah." And we yeah. literally just sat there all day long playing it on our phones. And and, I, and that probably sixty percent of that gap between Christmas and New Year. And and actually, we we rationalise this by saying we're very unhappy, we're struggling, and we're tired. At least we're resting <laughs> while we both sit on a sofa, occasionally saying, <laughs> "How many tomatoes you got?" <laughs> Have you thought about writing inspirational posters at all? <laughs> Um, we're very yeah. unhappy, but at I least was we're once told to a meaningless game. Alex, Alex, I was once told when I was an academic by somebody at a research away day that I should be an inspirational speaker. Really, like a salutary yeah. tale kind of thing. No, somebody was genuinely in, in awe. No, no, no. They were very, they were very young and naive and probably thick. But they said. I don't. We had this conversation. They said you should be a motivational speaker. You're, 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 you're you've just inspired me. I mean, Christ knows they must have been high. The other or thing you were masking madly. You, you know me as an academic. I was the most. I deliberately was hostile and horrible to keep people away from me, unless you were in the three out of like a thousand academics. Yeah. 
that I liked. It was me and Snail, wasn't it? We're the only ones uh, that were. <laughs> you stay, you stay, and Eric were the only ones actually, oh, yeah, and, and the Lind- Lindsay as well. But anyway, anyway, yeah, anyway. There are a few. The, the other thing, the other thing, which I think is important um, to me, is you guys know about this. Is I had to go to the GP. Now I've I've missed my blood pressure and pulse yeah. test four oh, times yeah. to, to maintain my ADHD med. So I'm very lucky the GP hasn't gone get fucked. We're not prescribing this. And various reasons, you know, for I got the date wrong once. I went to the, the wrong doctors once because you can book it at different clinics. Um, I had a migraine and I think I had a diarrhea and vomiting bug. So when I went there, this is the fifth time, and I'd phoned up and booked. You phone up and you book at my local GP and they say, okay, you booked in with the nurse. That's all they say. Now you get to the GP practice. For every other service, there's a computer screen where you log in by doing year of birth, month of birth, first letter of surname. Then it says you're logged in to see so-and-so. None of these screens worked for this appointment. So I thought, well, obviously they'll just call my name. So I sat down and I'd got there at quarter to 12. Appointment was at 12. I was coaching somebody at one. By half past 12, I started to realize something's not right here. I've done something wrong or this is really late. And I texted Sam and Sam said, oh, no, you have to check in with the receptionist. And I had a complete meltdown because I started looking around thinking, well, where's the sign that says check in with the receptionist? Where was the advice that says check in with the receptionist? So I joined this massive queue to check in with the receptionist thinking I'm not going to get home in time for this coaching session. I fuck this. I'm useless. I'm thick. Eventually got to the receptionist and said, hey, I've booked some appointments. I have a blood pressure and pulse tested with the nurse. Do I have to tell you I'm here? She said, yeah, you have to check in with reception. And I said, well, I'm I'm half an hour late. And she said, well, I mean, I can see if the nurse is still available. And I said, listen, I'm sorry. I have an invisible disability, I've said. And there are no signs in here that tell me I have to check in. When I booked it on the phone, you didn't tell me I have to check in. How am I supposed to know? In my head, there's a massive great sign as well in the on. Oh, I looked. That you might not have seen. I fucking looked, mate, believe me, because I, I <laughs> was like in in full on meltdown. And she looked up and she smiled and she just went, oh, is it your first time here? And I just, I felt like a stupid, stupid child. Yeah, I genuinely, I, I felt like a stupid little kid that, had, that, that had, was fucking thick and useless. And mm. I just said, no, I've been here, registered here for eight years. And she went, oh, anyway, take a seat and I'll see if the nurse is available. And then and I sat there, obviously, then full of self-loathing messaging yeah, Sam shame. saying, listen, I think you're going to have to cancel this next session. I've got to give them some notice. And I was in like full on, almost crying. This is very rare for me. I normally get super angry, not super meltdown. Yeah. Got in to see the nurse <clears throat> who started the uh, consultation by saying, slept in, did you? And, wow. and again, and again. I, I explained, no, actually, and this time I said, I've got ADHD and there was some confusion about booking in. And she just went, well, you'll have to wait because I'm doing some other stuff. And I sat there again, mm-hmm. feeling like a stupid child as she basically did a bit of paperwork and she could have taken my blood pressure. And I just, it left me for the rest of the day unable to do anything. Are your knees hurting because you, you've been kneeling down, Samantha, the thing you <laughs> promised you wouldn't be doing? No. Okay, Samantha, you're not obliged to answer direct questions. Oh, what? I know you don't have to. What? Anyway, that I know. Anyway, that's me done. I've my oh, stop moment. Thanks for that, both. We're taking a break. In part two, we'll be back with questions and thoughts from the ADHD adults community. Thank you to everybody that submitted messages, questions, and suggestions for future topics through our website, theadhdadults.uk. Flawless, and we're not taking yeah. a break. We're recording through well, this break, are we? Yeah, yeah. Well, we so are we're... taking a break, but we're still recording. Yeah, I know. Like it's, I know. It doesn't James, make sense, I went. Does it? I went to get my prescription yesterday. I'm yeah. just going to get oh, a no, drink. It's... Okay. All right. She said it's more than two weeks old. Sam, you can't... on the video version of this, Sam, everybody has just seen your ass. So I don't know how <laughs> I'm going to edit that out. Uh. Okay. <laughs> You can do those. I'll blur stars, it. I'll blur it. it. Yeah. I'll blur it. Oh my I mean, God. my eyes are already blurred. Oh yeah, you've seen sprinklers have gone off in here. He's just done it. Just done it's it again, Sam. Wait, we'll wait till the headphones are on. We'll wait till the headphones are on. Sam, 
Yeah, sorry, um, I haven't got trousers on, have I? Yeah, no, no yeah, everyone's just seen your ass. Sorry about that. James, um, before we start, I went, I went to get my prescription yesterday for my ADHD meds, yeah. and they said, oh, your, your prescription's out of date, so, I don't know, 10 days old or something. Mm. But I, like, I, there's nowhere it says on it, this, this, you have to get this within, well, there might be, I don't know, I haven't looked properly, but I don't think there is. In, and that's in, the same in, thing as, why wouldn't somebody yeah. tell you this? Yeah, in yeah. Deutschland is this. Yeah. Well, of course it is, because that's where you are. Because over here, I think it's 28 days. If you don't fulfill or get it dispensed within 28 days, it has no, to be returned. It's, yeah, it's much less than that. That's why. Right, I'm bringing that's, us back in. Good. In. Okay, okay. okay. Five, four, three. At least you're counting down. Exactly. Welcome back to episode 150, CL James. CL. Of the ADHD adults, we're doing a, what, what are we calling this one? The, the uncut, so you can see know, the yeah, unseen. Yeah. First ever Friday <laughs> since we've moved to every three, one, or maybe two weeks. Who knows? Mm. As always, part two, we're taking questions from the community who've probably sent us a question on the forms. Big up. At www.theadhdadults.uk. Uh, ready for a question, peeps? First one? Yeah. Yeah. It says, hi, Wavy. Hope you're all well. I was diagnosed with ADHD in April after being fobbed off by GP previously because I had a rabbit ears, James. Good job. And more rabbit ears, James. Hadn't been in prison. And I assume also because I'm a woman, I left that appointment feeling dismissed, ashamed and stupid. And due to massive RSD and an unhealthy dose of procrastination, it took me a good decade which is the equivalent of two Dracula minutes for James <laughs> and Alex's average pause in conversation <laughs> as to Steve, I miss his ADHD. That's amazing. That was me, that was me. <laughs> to get around to requesting another assessment. Anyway, I'm here now and I have a question. Mm -hmm. I have a stigmatism. I read recently that there's some research to indicate this occurs at a much higher prevalence in people with ADHD. Is this right? Also, if this is the case, do you think children or adults found to have astigmatism could or would ever be routinely screened for ADHD? If this is a decent indicator, surely it would take some of the pressure off self-reporting symptoms, which is tough, as you've said, due to dodgy metacognition. I'd be really interested to hear your thoughts. Loving the podcast. Thank you all so much for the laughs, the open, honest, and oh-so-relatable insights, and for helping me feel less alone. That's from Should Have Done, which is a brilliant <laughs> name. It is. Um, and a really lovely letter. Thank you. It is, yeah. I love that. And that's so what? annoying. They were fobbed off. So many people messages saying that. Mm. That I've told yeah. I've got a job and I've got a degree, so I can't have ADHD. What? And what percentage of those are women, Sam? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't counted. <laughs> it's, I mean, anecdotally, it's huge. We we have this thing, don't we, in medicine, where yeah. the, the, the patriarchal medicine, where women are more likely to be fobbed off because they're mm. women. And told it something else. It's, anyway, yeah. I have an astigmatism. Do you too? <clears throat> I so weirdly, because I'm still trying to keep my finger in research. Oh, ding. Um, one of my fellow researchers called Rebecca, who's at the University of Huddersfield, who used to be oh, Aston with me, um, uh, is an optometry researcher, and we've been doing work in the past on obesity and eye problems and and diabetes and, and eye problems. And I sent her this paper last Ooh. week. So this no is a meta-analysis meta which was published weirdly in molecular psychiatry. And what they showed was that in, a, in, in all of these studies collectively of, of adults with ADHD, there was incre increased astigmatism. There was increased hypermetropia and hyperopia, so short-sightedness, long-sightedness, mm -hmm. increased strabismus, which is a squint, reduced near point of convergence which is struggling to maintain focus on something that's um close to you and what? increased lag and variability of the accommodative response so when you're trying to focus on something that's far away or, or near after looking at something that's the opposite it takes longer and there's more variable variable response as well as increased self-reported vision problems and beautifully named unspecified vision problems. <laughs> so actually, it looks like in general, there's there are more issues with vision wow. in pretty much all of the major issues that you would see as, as an optometrist with ADHD. 
That's fascinating. And interestingly, it was when I was with Rebecca that I swallowed a fly. <laughs> I was taking part in one of her study and I had a thing against my face and a fly flew near me and I got scared. Oh, so I went, and I it wasn't part of the study. And it. No. And I went, I've just swallowed a fly. And she went, oh. And I said, I'm vegan. And she went, I'm so sorry. Wait, it wasn't wait. your fault. She didn't say... Perhaps she'll die. Perhaps she'll die. Oh, <laughs> uh, Lord. Uh, in you the experiments, she made you swallow a horse <laughs> and a dog. <laughs> <laughs> that was too easy, wasn't it? The um the, the bit I think is interesting, the the one of many bits that's interesting in that lovely letter from should have done is if there are now papers being published which are looking at things that could predict ADHD that are not ADHD tests. And in, in the letter, it talks about, you know, could astigmatism be something that could be used to predict ADHD? And there are now more and more studies trying to look for, because there isn't yet that brain scan, because there isn't yet a blood test, etc. There are more and more studies trying to find if there's any other of the coexisting conditions that 85% of us kind of have that has sufficient predictive power that if you have it in shoulder, they could go, oh, that might be related to ADHD. Oh, that's be Captain Science Buzzkill for a sec. Yeah. So because astigmatism isn't powerfully genetic, I mean, it has some genetic, definitely, but it could be, and appears to be environmental or societal or something happening to us as, it, as we develop that affects our eyes. And it could be that the the challenges that people with ADHD face in terms of accidents and low socioeconomic status could also be contributing to, to mm. astigmatism. So it might be what we call a confounding variable or a, a socioeconomic cause of both rather than any formal link from a uh, screening perspective it, who cares actually there's an argument for screening anyone who wants screening that's that would be my preference because it's it's so it's so relatable it's so there are so many coexisting conditions and it causes it, it is literally when you look at it it is literally the, this adhd the disorder that co the mental health disorder that causes the most problematic life events to the highest number of people in the world and therefore screening for it would would solve a, a, or, or at mm -hmm. least begin to solve a lot of problems so an astigmatism is just one of the things we should we should look at it would it would um i don't think you dampen that down at all alex at least it yeah. shows you've done some reading at some point about astigmatism <laughs> no. um yeah Let's move I've got on a degree in genetics, James. Two. As you know, despite the fact that that bit we just recently wasn't wrote it, on genetics, yeah, wasn't it plant genetics? Wrote. Wasn't it? Pl wasn't it plant genetics? That was ridiculous. <laughs> my degree. <laughs> I, I, that wasn't my degree. That was regular. Regular. No, it was normal. Normal ones. Yeah, reg regular genetics. Anyway, <laughs> you have to be a uh, certificate upon your wall, don't you? Because you're proud of it. Um, question two is. To the no-feeling vampire, pole-dancing Hulk and peaceful wilderness sociopath, Hello. what a year it's been. My life has been academically more successful and overall massively improved due to the podcast and James's okay. little ADHD couples workshop. Yet somehow I feel like my actual weekly therapy sessions have only been useful because I had the psychoeducation from you guys. In episode 142, in the week of ADHD, James brought up the topic of internal family systems, or IFS therapy, and it being, re being really helpful for him. <laughs> Minute 32, in case you don't remember when or what you said. <laughs> Amazing. I was just thinking that. <laughs> I don't think that was um, us. <laughs> I've had so many shit sessions of therapy. CBT is is being the most provided one, and yet being the one which actually often made my symptoms worse. Also, ADHD group therapists to learn how to set goals and learn how to play was kind of well meh. I've had one or two sessions with the internal family systems theory, and they were indeed massively helpful. I honestly felt like I've wasted so many years on therapy. Do you think IFS or internal family systems therapy styles are particularly effective on people with ADHD? What are the basics ADHDers could benefit from? And do you guys think this technique should always be used for ADHD? I think it might be specifically more effective for ADHD in combination with anything else, like anxiety, depression, trauma, whatever. Love to hear your thoughts. And that's from Asta Alana. Now, obviously, I've had IFS and know a bit about it, but do you two want to say anything before me? I've had it and hated it, and I love CBT. I think we're all different. Hmm. 
and you you it's whatever works for you cbt when really did... works for me but ifs remember i thought that she was basically telling me that i had multiple personalities and it really upset I was me. that the, was that the one that told you to put your your part of you on the radiator or yeah i yeah. think she, i don't think she was a good therapist um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but did I, yeah, CBT really works for me, but that the you're very, IFS didn't. You're what? you're a tad a, a tad echoey, Sam. Oh, am I? It's this fucking microphone. Sorry. You oh, go, okay. Alex, and I'll try and sort it out. Okay, yeah, I, I know Jake, you're James, you know loads more about this, but from a neuroscience perspective, when a human has a thought, we tend to rationalize it as a group of all our different emotions and logic and all those coming together to decide on something together. But it really couldn't be further from the truth. It's almost like there's lots of different decision-making parts of the brain all fighting like little dogs in a bag and one of them wins and it's usually the emotional one. And that's especially true with ADHD. And, and we rationalize it afterwards oh, I must have wanted to do that because that's the logical thing to do. And in, in fact, the, really, when we, if we're really honest, it's a load of old bollocks and we rationalise mm. afterwards. Oh, I must have wanted to do that because it isn't the case. And, and I think IFS is using that really important fact of how brains come up with decisions to allow us to undersell, understand ourselves a bit better. So, James, hit us with what your thoughts are, which are better than that. Yeah. So it, what I would, what I would say is when I started having therapy, um, I obviously wasn't in a good place. I had I'd resisted therapy throughout my adult life. I first had what we thought was depression when I was twenty, and, and I realised that was the start of having bipolar, and was offered therapy, and obviously said no because I genuinely thought it was. I've said this in the past, and in fact, I discussed it yesterday with that same coaching client it's like a magic trick to me is once i've worked out what they're trying to do i feel like ah you're trying to trick me i know what you're doing now and therefore <clears throat> would resist it but then i met somebody called jenna she was my therapist in barcelona and we got chatting about adhd and and we 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 just we said let's have a go and i thought well, you know what i'll have a go i'll give it a bash for once and i went in completely cynical now ifs is is a, is a type of therapy where fundamentally it works on this idea that your your mind has kind of multiple roles within it, um, like members of a family, which is where the name comes from. And those roles of your different parts of your psyche are very specific. So some of them might seem like they make you sad, but they're there for a reason. So, for example, my low self-esteem and self-hatred and this this kind of complete acceptance that i'm a shit person was my protector that was the psychological role it protected me from anyone else kind of making me feel bad about myself because if i fundamentally accept all the negative things about myself you can't say anything that's going to make me feel bad because i already accept that i'm completely bad so that that role of me of me thinking that was to protect me from things now it genuinely helped me understand my low self-esteem. At first, I was really, really um, cynical of talking to the 12-year-old boy inside me. Ding. I know it's a terrible one, but I've got to do it. Yeah. And Also ding. Yes. And <laughs> oh I kind of, and, and I thought, and I, and, I, and, I, and listen, I'll be honest. I thought, you know what, I'll just, I'll say I'm doing it, but I'm just going to pretend. But as soon as I, as soon as I did, oh my God, like floods of tears and, literally literally figuratively alex i could i suppose visualize or see that 12 year old boy that was a bit rejected and didn't have the best of friends and had been through not traumatic experiences but just felt a bit unloved i suppose and how that had then been carried with me etc what also helped i'd say about ifs is there wasn't any homework there was no, you've got to do this thing and remember to do that thing. It was just for me about working in the session to try and understand which parts of the way in which I think about myself were related to the behaviors and thoughts that I've got now. And it massively helped me accept myself. And I think that's really important because I'm never going to love myself. But I think accepting myself is sometimes kind of as good as you can get. And that's yeah. that's enough. Does that make sense? In terms yeah, of evidence with ADHD, 
there, there, uh, there isn't really any evidence. There is evidence that yet. it works in general, but yeah, but there isn't any evidence because I don't think anybody's looked or, or they haven't. I haven't seen any um, registered trials. So I'm not sure if anyone is looking, but it is certainly worked for me. N equals one. Boring. Oh, what do I have to? <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, I think that's a good point, actually. Um, accepting yourself is as good as I, I'm ever going to get to. I'm never going to love myself. And I think that's, mm, that's, that's the spirit. Enough. I feed myself. I give myself drinks. That's showing myself self-love. Yeah. And that's as, as good as I'm going to get. Anyway, question three is, mm. hello, guys. Hello. I'm from Germany, near to Nuremberg, Alex. I wow. I know. I started to get my ADHD diagnosis in August and was lucky that everything went quite quickly. Today, I had what was supposed to be my final talk with the psychiatrist, and she told me that actually she thinks I'm more likely to have agitated depression instead of ADHD. I've listened to your episode on ADHD and mood disorders, but you never mentioned that kind of disorder. Do you no. know more about it and could answer yes. me if I should seek maybe another opinion or if this is a good possibility because of very matching symptoms? I love your podcast and your banter. Keep on going. Bye, y'all. Julia, you can use my name. Oh, good, because I did. Well, let's let's use it probably then. It'll be Julia. Oh, sorry, Julia. <laughs> mm. uh, such a, a mean thing to say. There's no reason you would know that. Mm. Hi, Julia. Um, wow. Who, who wants to take that? I mean, I, I'm cross with their psychiatrist. Yeah. 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 So I, I, it fascinates me because obviously, you know, we're not psychiatrists or psychologists, but we do know a lot of, from our lived experience and research into the field. And I thought that's a really interesting term, term agitated. Yeah depression so not obviously I've, uh, yeah no exactly i've done some research and it's what's really odd is is a it's not even called that anymore no so so it, it there, there isn't an agitated depression diagnosis it's called di depression with mixed features occasionally it's called mixed mania or, or just mixed features um and it, it is in the dsm-5 but there's been research done since looking at it to basically say the evidence to include it as a diagnosis was really poor yeah and as to, to be a separate mood disorder um that i think it's likely it probably won't be included in the next version of, of the dsm i mean the paper that one of the papers that reviewed this was even, even called dsm5 criteria for depression with mixed features a farewell to mixed depression yeah. because they felt that it just it wasn't a thing and i i think I mean, I don't know kind of how old or how up to date your uh, doctor's I think we kind can of make knowledge solid, yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, but it's 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 possible. But what's what's really sadly happened to you, Julia, sits in that little kind of well, not even niche, but that little area where mood disorders like bipolar and cyclothymia and ADHD either get confused or misdiagnosed because there's you know either a a crossover in symptoms or in this case probably a lack of knowledge because this i mean this is an out-of-date term for a condition which is probably soon not going to be considered a condition so that's that would be my answer second opinion right it almost fucking doesn't matter it, it, the 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 it's very unlikely that someone only has adhd highly unlikely and therefore you can have a generalized anxiety disorder, which would include the symptoms of what they used to call agitated depression. Um, either with ADHD or because of ADHD, mm. you can, or both. Yeah. And and frankly, it doesn't matter. There's only one question here is what do you and your psychiatrist think is the best way to deal with the most impairing symptoms of, of all of it and deal with that? And if that's, for example, in my case, my anxiety was pretty much 80 90 percent due to trying to live as an adhd twat you know has not been able to live with my own adhd which was awful and then when i got treated and helped with adhd a lot of that went away but for people who have an anxiety disorder independently of adhd and loads do that's not going to help so it really is a case of having a look at that and thinking what are the main things that need dealing with acutely and what are the likely causes of them? If it's the ADHD, treat that. If it's if it's the anxiety, go for that. And, and that's a personal decision that we can't advise on, but that is 
psychiatry 101, quite fucking frankly. Worrying. Mm. Annoying. Um, if you get in touch, like, because I'm near Nuremberg as well, we can chat about the system there if you want, Yulia. Just, give, just drop me an email, alexconnorconsulting at gmail.com, and we, we, I'll, we can have a quick Zoom or something and chat, because that's pissed me off. That's a fair offer, Alex. <clears throat> Not that anyone would want to spend time with you. No. Um, the, yeah, the last bits in, in last bits in blue. Oh, last bits I was taking blue. a pause. Was that wasn't a pause. Listen, 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 listen. There's a, there's a two second pause to to, to annoy Sam, and there, that yeah. was a three second pause, which has gone over. That's yeah. That was I'm absolutely not paying any attention to me. <laughs> and what's annoyed me more is that neither of you have asked me for my view on that. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Sam, agitated depression. Thoughts? Go. I but I've said this before, but when I was diagnosed with ADHD, I was still being treated for anxiety and depression at the same time. Mm -hmm. And I managed to come off my um anxiety meds once I got settled on my ADHD meds. So yeah, you absolutely can have both at the same time. And a lot of my anxiety was caused by trying to deal with ADHD symptoms. I still have anxiety now, but nowhere near as much as I did before. So, yeah, that's just Which my... Is, I think such a good example, sorry, James, of, of anxiety due to ADHD and anxiety separately. And 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 we always try and think it's one thing and, and like then we're angry at ourselves for not being cured all the time, which is literally impossible. Yeah. It, just before we go to the break, which isn't going to be a break, it's, it's really, really important for these for that specific phrase that 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 um, agitated depression. It's not just anxiety, is in yeah. its theoret theoretically very poor diagnostic criteria. It's hypomania, it's anger, it's excess energy. This yeah. this is why it really looks like a form of bipolar yeah. disorder because you have this schizophrenia, right? Yeah, this constant low mood with just occasional bouts of what could right. be called hypomania so this is this is why i think it's important that that phrase which is no longer used psychiatrically being used by a psychiatrist is really worrying i think mm, it is i guess we weren't there and we can't you know but it's yeah it is yeah. a bit worrying yeah. right we're taking a break that isn't a break mm. in part three thoughts on this week's theme whatever that was and this week's <laughs> podcast or something and break but not but not, yeah. Yeah, sorry about that. I don't know what you, you, re you realize when obviously one of the reasons I was doing this was I've got to do less editing now, but now I've actually got to pixelate your ass on YouTube. <laughs> Things do you want to me to sure. do it? <laughs> Ding. I um, can do it. No, no. Oh, no, I need to right. I need to speak to you both about my idea about um oh probably this isn't a good Definitely time, not. No, this that would yeah. be a terrible time. Yeah, and it, it, um, did you have to do something? Because obviously you started off by saying I've got to. No, as I thought, I thought you had to go for a drink or something because you said, "Oh, I've oh got no, I to. got a drink." That's that's okay. when I when my ass when I showed my ass. Yeah, I went for a drink. yeah, yeah. Right. I said, we assume you were going to show it again though, because yeah, anyway, mm. Sam, if you could if you could leave a millisecond gap between counting and saying "Welcome back," that'd be amazing. <laughs> Coming back in three, two, one. Welcome back to part three of the ADHD Adults podcast, where we are talking about. Um, I think it was ADHD and the workplace workplace discrimination. Yes. What made you choose that theme for a podcast? Um, honestly. Um, I don't know if you my... should be honest. No, 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 no. I definitely honestly, don't be honest. <laughs> honestly, not my own experience. Honestly, the reason was it was it was it was. Did when... you actually look at the spreadsheet of suggested don't fuck you, well, topics? You can you can get I fucking fucking fucker. I always look at that spreadsheet when I'm looking <laughs> yeah, at me future episodes. For... <laughs> and. And obviously, try and then work out based on how many people have asked for stuff. And this was one that somebody had asked for. And because also a couple of people that I coach <clears throat> have or had clearly been going through or been through discrimination, I thought it's something that was really important because it's it's just it's such a common thing. Sometimes not 
deliberately. Sometimes it's just the ver- the kind of the naturally ableist processes that a lot of employers have in place. And sometimes it's discrimination with a little d, everything from, as I said on <laughs> Monday, you know, everything from being phoned up without any, you know, kind of pre-warning and told to remember some things that you've got to do rather than being given you know, uh, something in writing that you can remember when that person knows you've got ADHD or or not being given, you know, clear deadlines or priorities when you're working on stuff. All of that stuff happens in pretty much every kind of employer in every priorities? sector. What? What's yeah, priorities deadline. in the last episode? No. No, that's next week. Ah, this right. is workplace I- discrimination. Sorry, yeah. my bad. We'd edit that in post, no problem. Well, that's the thing. We won't, will we? No. <clears throat> so that was that was that was the reason why, Sam. I have no editorial rights in this podcast. I did not choose the theme or contribute to it in any way. Alex, <laughs> that's not what you say. Um, it's nearly <laughs> there. I think, <clears throat> close think enough. So I've forgotten. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, l- like me. Choosing that is is easy and common. It's it's one of the, the big, <laughs> big, big problems we have, isn't it? Is that we are not employed at a level concomitant with our educational achievements or intellectual abilities. That's just on average. That's how it is. And and on average is important because some people like James have been massively overemployed, but on average we're underemployed. <laughs> and and so we get asked about that a lot. Uh, what do I do? This is, I think they're being ableist. I think they're, they're treating me badly, but with self-esteem issues, with RSD fears, you can't say anything out. What do you do about that? And that's, that's what we, what we face that the, the problem of the law protecting us and the reality, meaning you're fucked if you whistleblow is, is a huge discriminatory problem in, I would argue pretty much every country in the world, but it's worse in the UK and in America than well in Germany, for example, it's, it's, you're, you're much more protected as an employee. So that's... What's any thoughts from the... Oh. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> what? I mean, I left what? a gap. You, you did. You, did. you didn't. That was, that was... No, no, no. I know I didn't, James. That was... Oh, yeah. sorry. I thought you'd finished. Sorry, carry on. No, I have now. Yeah, you've Oh, right. So what's right, too? Yeah. Was there any thought or tip from the theme that you forgot to say, Alex? <laughs> um, no. Don't work with animals, children, or Mrs. ADHD. That's my tip. <laughs> what about you? Oh, yeah. Uh, which one? Who? Samantha. Um, I can't think of anything, although this morning I did remember about the time I was fired from a job before I even started it, but that wasn't workplace discrimination. Um, I. What was it? Wait. What was it? Um, I told them the truth. Could improve. Yeah, I told them the truth very bluntly, as I am very blunt, and said, "This is what you can do to improve things." Because I don't think you're doing this right. And they went, "We don't want you to work for us. We but think bit... we're doing everything great." Yeah. To be fair, they had actually said to you, "We want you to come in with a fresh pair of eyes and tell us." <laughs> and yeah, tell us, like you know. I don't think they were expecting it before I even started. Yeah. And then I lost my job just before Christmas, which was fun. Uh, it's lovely. I have thought one thing I wanted to say, which is interviews mm. for jobs. They are mm. scientifically proven to be massive load of old bollocks bullshit that propagates the same heteronormative system that was there before. And yet we all still continue to use them. A lot of employers think they're valuable. They think they can read people. They can't. It's measurable. And we should absolutely only use interviews to see if if the employee, the potential employee, is going to be happy there. So it should be after an offer, the interview, yeah. not before. That's my I actually my, I had a really good interview. The place that I'm working at now, I had, yeah. I mean, went for a few jobs before I got the one that I got because they just wouldn't employ me. But one of the jobs I went for, which I didn't get, they had somebody from the office I was going to be working in speak to me. And we had a chat and I could ask her honest questions and she could ask me honest questions to see if I'd be a good fit for the team. And I could see actually if I could get on with people that I'd be working with in the team. And she yeah. could say, on with me i've always done that i've always especially if i've had a team 
like under my control, I guess. I've, I've made them go and have a coffee without me so they can say, what a twat. What about you, James? Um, yeah, actually, there is something which is, I suppose, related. We're starting to see, and we will, sorry, clag in my throat. Uh, clag? Clag, yeah. That's, a, a, that's clag. a word, is it? Yes, it is. Clag. Um, um, <laughs> we're starting to see an increase in people working in the ADHD sector, obviously in terms of coaches and also um, physical trainers. Hi, James. Um, and therapists who are now training and specialists. And I think it's going to be obviously a growth sector in, in the future. As more and more people get diagnosed, as more and more people realize that they need support. And there, there are two things. There are two, if you like, job roles which i think are very much needed one is careers advice for people with adhd because yeah. loads and loads of people who then when they get diagnosed realize they are in a job that is not compatible oh, with adhd then start to think but what else can i do now i, oh, I can James, remember as... and, and they've lied to get it as well because they thought they'd be a different yeah. person right yeah yeah, yeah. and it, it's and and it's 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 isn't it weird that I mean I can remember because I'm old having a meeting with the careers advisor at school. I think it was in like the final year of school. I, I can't remember yeah, what they told Mr. me. I, I should. I can't remember it's what they told me I should be, but I didn't end up being that anyway. But, I but know. isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, this was obviously back back in 1758. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and was conducted you in Latin. You're a milliner. <laughs> It's odd to me, and, and listen, they, they clearly are out there, but there aren't more kind of prominent careers advice services other than those that are, that are terribly um, banal and website-based, kind of go on yeah. to read.co.uk, type in what you know jobs would be good for me, etc. But the other one is that there are, there are, absolutely are going to be more and more people over the next five to ten years and possibly beyond that until most employers sort their shit out going to be more and more people that are discriminated against and need help and support we all know people personally that have been through or are going through this at the minute or well, we are and the problem yeah and the problem is that the process is needed for every step of trying to if you are being discriminated against make sure that you are you get the outcome that you want, whatever that is. Either you stay in employment and they change their processes, you leave employment and you are compensated for the distress, etc. All those processes are ableist. And I think there is a potential role for people out there to specifically advise people with ADHD who are in this position. And I think that is a service that's needed. It really is. It's such a good one, Jim. And, and, that what do you want is a really common thing that uh, my clients say is that they don't actually know they, th they think it's some kind of justice oh, i just want them yeah. to admit it but in, in reality they yeah. don't they just want people to fuck off and leave them alone but they mm. think they want some kind of justice it's again that break our brains make a series of decisions and if you are you know 25 to 40 and we've got a developmental delay our brains aren't fully right till we're really quite old in some cases so if you're feeling like well i've made all these decisions and they were i don't feel those things anymore that's all right that's normal change we are different as we i reckon i was in my 30s before i was fully baked and that's really late for a human mm. I, I, I love that james and uh despite all of your weaknesses and faults that I despise, <laughs> that one thing you've said was of some small value. The disability, the disability law service actually can help people with ADHD. Can they? What's DLS? What's that? The disability law service. They are lawyers <laughs> that offer their time for free to help people with disabilities, including ADHD, and they will help you with employment very I find it really weird when you have all this knowledge that you've turned bubbling <laughs> away in there well that was our uncut episode 150 of the adhd adults it was the first ever friday three times a week uncut extra episode of the adhd adults that we do bi-monthly or something after monday's episode on adhd and bullying in the worst place if you like this nonsense and want to get involved, why don't you contact me, Sam, or Brian Brains over there on our podcast website, www.theadhdadults.uk.
Flawless. Bye. Is it goodbyes? At what point now did we stop recording? I don't know. Shall I tell you my idea? No. Um, Let's stop recording. Oh, should we? Really? Yeah, because if it doesn't, yeah, you might sound like a twat. I don't know. Yeah, you say something. Mine sounding like a twat. Or it might might be, or it might be amazing, or it might be amazing, and then we can't. Yeah, I don't. You want to take credit for it? No, I don't want to take credit for it. I do. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm known for wanting to take credit. (laughs) Like how I came up with this podcast. Yeah, entirely. Right. I'm, I think I'm going to click so stop. My idea was. Trigger warning, Claxon. Claxon, Claxon, Claxon.